Hey guys, I'm back. Um, it's been a while, again, due to um, a lot of things that I'm about to talk about. It took me a while to get here. Um, just as a warning, I will be talking about a lot of stuff that could be triggering to people. Especially people with depression, suicide, um, relationship stuff. Um, I'll get more into it as it goes. And um, hopefully that you'll be okay. So, from what I can remember... The last time that I left the message was, I think, either in, yeah, back in December. And a lot of shit has happened since then. Um, most importantly, Christmas came around. I I had a good time with that, but even on Christmas, I had to witness my grandfather in like a um, like this hospice bed that's been set up at my um, my nana's slash aunt's place, and. He was asleep the whole time, through the whole day. So I didn't even get to say, like, a true hi or anything. And it it kind of just, like, broke my heart to see him like that with an oxygen tank and watching TV humming and him just asleep while the rest of his family are, like, talking amongst themselves and... Even, like, my Nana talking to me about, like, this might be his last Christmas, and it it took a, a lot to register. And then a lot of, like, um, relationship stuff, especially, like, my relationship officially... Like ending, and it took a lot to register, and I'm still registering it. And there was a day that I don't remember the exact day, but I I got a call really early in the morning. This was in January. I got a really, really early call in the morning around like seven-ish and it was like my mom telling me that my grandfather fell on the ground. And it like I could I couldn't even believe what was happening. Um 
I I rush to get my clothes on, I get everything together, and like I, my my whole mind is just blank. And like this this overwhelming feeling of like letting all this stuff like flush back and there was even a day well while I was in the car with my mother she was driving and like the whole thing was silent I was just like reminiscing on a day that a week prior or a week or two prior that I came to visit him and he had a really nice smile and he was really really excited and happy to see me and he he had like he was so sick he would slur his words and still try to make the effort to talk to me and I really appreciated that and my my heart shattered hearing him like just try to muster up words that he was having a hard time saying because the cancer that's been just debilitating him has made it harder for him to talk and it's it, it really consumed me emotionally and to just give him that sense of happiness that I was able to provide just talking to him and him especially not have seen not really seeing me since him being placed there and I I called him back way back in like Thanksgiving but I was in a hotel with my ex and I I didn't get to see him because I just still made my plans and went through with it but anyways back to where we are when I finally when I finally got there and I open the door I walk over to the room where he's placed and just to see him on the floor with a pillow and him looks so weak I'm tired. There's no blood, no anything, just maybe bruised. No cracked skull, no nothing. He just, he fell and I had to lift him up along with my mother and my aunt. And to see my Nana come down the stairs also. She's been feeling nauseous and witnessing her husband or ex-husband just be like this and her feeling uncomfortable. And the whole room was just, it was a lot to handle. And I never really felt that mature in a moment. You know, it, it it really struck me in a different way that I never thought I would feel. 
and to have um, this this feeling of me sitting down at the table and drinking water and eating a bagel because I was re- I rushed out the door I couldn't eat anything and eating like this fucking subpar cranberry orange muffin to the point where I just threw it in the fucking trash because it was so ass and I just kept thinking in my head like when I, I like I, I thought he was gonna I thought I was gonna witness him dying or worse or but he was okay, and I was happy, but that that fear just, like, lurks, and it made me more appreciative of living those moments with him, because the way I see it, I don't, I really don't see much left. And since I'm more alone to think about it, I definitely think about more of my existence and my purpose. <laughs> and um, even like when I, I was really distraught and I picked him up, like he still had the humor in him to say, like I asked him, like what what happened, like was wrong and he replied oh you don't you don't have to worry about me I I was just practicing ice skating like what the fuck dude (laughs) oh my god I just like I was was so worried about you and (laughs) you act like that and like the guy still has like the humor to bust my balls even when he fell down like this like life-changing event that could like affect him and others around him he still had the courage to say that shit and then eventually we watched cheers and he, he fell asleep and we went back and um I was in a happier mood to know that he was safe, but there was, like, a nice mutual silence that I had with me and my mom that I haven't really had in a while because I'm not really that connected to her, to be honest. I never really found myself truly connected with someone like that because being abused by her when I was little it made it hard for me to really connect with someone like that but as I've grown older and made more decisions in my life to just understand and find reasons and find peace with people I've had problems with it it it's definitely made me more mature and empathetic towards people 
and to appreciate every moment I have. Especially with, like, movies like Soul that, like, are just beautifully crafted and really explore the human psyche and, like, the way we approach our day-to-day lives and even with the highest goals that we want to do, sometimes it's still not enough and sometimes what what's enough is simply what's in front of you you know like that just this searching for that feeling and constantly trying to find something like that it can debilitate you you know it's just to live day by day and there's like even a character that just without spoiling anything there's a character that just has this moment where they after years of being cynical and finding nothing appealing about life they just appreciated this one moment and it it really changes them and it makes them appreciate it more and I, I I relate to that And, um, I know I'm all over the place right now, but it's, I'd rather just let it be a free flow of consciousness right now, because I don't have anything planned, and it's been a while since I've been doing this. So, anyways, back on the topic of, like, with my mom and being, like, just like the drive back like it was soothing and you know that you've grown more mature when you're with someone and you can just appreciate someone being there and being silent together because we live in a society that's like so comfortable with talking and socializing and communicating with each other because humans are literally designed to communicate and socialize like from a primal level and society always like begs us to find comfort in conversation and always like provide something to say and have the confidence to say it and sometimes I think silence is just like one of those like beautiful moments where if you really share it with someone whether it's family or someone you love and appreciate or even someone that like you're still trying to figure out and bond and find ways to find peace like me and my mother it just it kind of makes you more empathetic and understanding Um, and yeah it's just a lot of that and then some of like the harder stuff with my relationship and or my former relationship I I had to deal with a few things that were really hard for me to do especially when I still love this person but She told me that 
she wasn't really romantically available. And it really hurt a lot. And we, after this like event that happened a few days ago, I decided to make boundaries for myself and for her to follow if we were either gonna talk to each other again or not I just I needed to make this boundary of like she was doing her own journey and I was doing mine and both of us respect that we need to be adults and figure each other out and we all have our own problems to deal with and at a time like this it's better to just find peace within ourselves even if it's the hardest decision to make and to not talk to her it's it's difficult for years I I I whether it was my sister or relationships outside of myself I in like TV shows and television and like rom-coms or whatever thing with couples I, I've always thought there were only absolutes when it came to like ending relationships and oh you, they don't deserve you or you don't deserve them or they did something wrong or you did something wrong or it's just like and then like some people would like judge people for not leaving early or leaving too soon or doing this or doing that it's just like <sighs> the more I realize it's just like it's it just grows grayer and I understand more why people stay and why people feel a really strong attachment to their partner. And this goes towards any gender. This is just any, like, it was really hard for me. And I'm still feeling the effects because it, it, this incident that happened it's just like I I had a hard time dealing with it and because it's so recent I'm still feeling the after effects of everything I felt and prior to that I had a really good time I had a FaceTime 
session and watched the show and I, I really enjoyed that because I was hoping to see her that day but she didn't feel like seeing me and as as disappointed I was to not see her I, I still found such really 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 good joy on that day and the days that follow kind of just I don't know, not erased it, but kind of like provided a different meaning. And I just feel like it's that day's just there, you know, it's just there in the past. And not talking to her feels like. I don't know how to describe it, like a phantom limb, like, because this is, like, truthfully, like, the first time I haven't talked to her in, like, a whole day, just no, no nothing, no texts, no calls. Nothing. It it's just bizarre. And like it's just it's a weird feeling. And I don't want to put everything out there because between me and her that's a private matter of discussion but um there were there there were moments even today that kind of helped me kind of distract myself um or at least keep myself busy with, um, I mean, it was my first day of, um, college, which is, like, my last semester, and it, it's exciting, it's, it's new, it's, it's gonna be different, especially not having my, my ex or my partner there, and um it's it's, it's got to be motivating for me to go out there and do what I have to do to graduate because I want to make my grandfather proud because he put so much money and so much care and so much pride in putting me and his other grandson before me through school and even my sister, so I, I really want to make him proud and keep his legacy true with my graduation and my diploma, because whether he survives to see me graduate or not, I, I really want him to know that I love him and I'm really proud to be a part 
of his life. And I'm very thankful for him to give me that chance to prove myself to him and make him proud with my art and with my family and the sacrifices he had to make in order to make this family as strong and loving as possible, especially for me to go to college and get the education that I deserve. And there's no amount of thanks that can add up to something like that. Just really, really strong appreciation towards him and everything and my family does towards me. And it just feels good to let that out. Because I know I got a long road ahead of me and it's, it's still just beginning. And <laughs> even just um, trying a new class that I'm doing, the... Um, what is it? 2D animation class. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be new. I, I've always kind of struggled with animation, especially with my art, but I, I wanted to try something new and maybe I'll click into it more if I get more skills and understand it better with like a different software program. We'll, we'll have to see. And, um, it's, it's going to be an experience that I'll maybe either remember or regret or hate or love. It, it's going to be fun. And then I got, um, my history classes with one of them taking focus on the wars on terrorism in Iraq, Iran, and Afghanistan, and Pakistan, and all that kind of stuff, so it's going to be interesting. The guy who is, like, teaching the class is um, a former CIA member and wrote a book on his experiences in the, the wars on terrorism and, like, the, the life he had to live in the early 2000s in those areas and, like, explaining, like, the tactics of everything that happened over there and, like, giving good explanation of, like, why people think the way they did being on the, the battlefront and seeing the villagers there and why they wanted help, so it's gonna be cool. Um, the, the guy is pretty aggressive with, like, um, tone and understanding, like, he... You can definitely tell he has a military background. He's very diligent with things. So it's going to be intriguing. I liked his... Um, I watched like a clip. Not even a clip. Like a full lecture. Like a two-hour lecture of like um, some of his talks. So it's going to be good. But I, there's no Zoom calls like for this class. So it's just going to be fully online and remote. <laughs> So we'll see how that goes. Um, even he, like, he, he put, he has the weirdest setup where 
He's got like a fucking syllabus and it has Word documents. It's got like Word documents within Word documents and video links and links and it's it's gonna be wild. Anyways, I also have my 400 level senior history minor class, which is like um, dedicates itself to the 60s and. The big project on that is like writing a 25-page paper about anything in the 60s that happened or that you find intriguing. So I was thinking of either writing a paper about um, like the influence of the mafia in like the, the 60s and like maybe La Costa Nostra and seeing like how that goes and how like the Hoffa disappearance and like the Kennedys versus Hoffa and how all of it like really ties together well with like a lot of stuff that happened between like the Bay of Pigs and stuff that like really pissed off people. It's it's really intriguing, especially like watching the Irishman and reading the book. The Irishman's inspired by like I heard you paint houses it gives you a lot of perspective on like how politics was shifted by the mafia and certain things are like made because the mafia happened and I don't know I'm going on a little tangent but I I hope I can write something good with it and finding like good scholarly scholarly resources about the events that happened besides like FBI files and certain like court documents between Hoffa and Bobby Kennedy as attorney general. So I think it's going to be fun. I'm going to try my best to really stick with the topic, but if not, I can always try to move on to something and email like my professor and talk about it with him. Um, and then I got a really long illustration class that I'm going to have technically today because I'm recording this at like two o'clock in the morning so um around nine ish a few hours from now I'm gonna be taking a fucking six hour class which I hope is just gonna be like an under an hour just to talk about and not have to draw for six hours because that's gonna fucking suck and I'd prefer just to go on the route that I usually go on with my previous professor that taught Zoom and just, like, let us draw in our own time and have, like, short phone calls and meetups. And then for, like, critiques, you can do, like, maybe three hours, two hours. or just, like, in-depth conversations of critiques and discussing one another because... I'm not doing a six-hour critique with people. That's way too long. I'm not going to wait from 9 to 2.50 to just have a conversation about art that we've done a bajillion fucking times since my freshman year. So it's going to be hopefully not rough because I feel like if I have a six-hour class like that, it's like giving birth to a fucking bowling ball. It's just not going to happen. 
I'll probably find excuses to get out of it. So hopefully it really doesn't happen. But we'll see. What other things come on in my life? Oh, um, there was like this little moment earlier in the morning today where um, I saw on Snapchat that one of my friends, my old roommate, like just posted this, just this little post about just saying, hey, for anyone that's like still in school, because this guy graduated, but anyways, he just said, anyone that's still in school or like trying to get through the semester, you can do it, you can, you just got to push through, you can, you got a lot ahead of you, and I know you can do it, and I'm, if I can do it, you can too, and, and like, there's always like motivation for you, like, it just, it really motivated me to like, get shit done and I even went out of my way to shoot a message to him to say thank you because like it really motivated me like when I felt down and it it, it kind of gave me like a little inspiration to do something about it so overall I just like I, I feel very, I was, I felt very at ease in that moment, and, yeah, it, it really helped me get shit done, because I, I even wrote a five-page paper about MLK and John Lewis and, like, the effects of peaceful nonviolence protesting and, like, that was supposed to be like due at midnight tonight but I managed to like just finish all of it right before then and (laughs) the paper was due for like a while like there was an email all the way back just to prep for it but (laughs) I did it literally under um like a night so it was impressive ah shit I forgot I, (laughs) fuck, I forgot to cite my page number for one of my quotes that I literally found online because I don't feel like buying hundreds of books just to do this class. And plus, I I passed the the class before with only buying a fucking single book, and I got an A+, so I'm going to try to keep up with that. And, um... And keep my money rather for investments rather than buying on bullshit things and doing stupid shit. So I plan on trying to invest in myself. And I've even like looked further into Bitcoin and also looking at Killer Mike's like bank. Uh, he has like a whole online banking system for um, the black community, and Latinx community, and, like, people of color, and, like, he even said that people, like, even allies of people of color, so, like, white people could even learn to, um, 
to have an account and have your own banking thing go on online and I don't know I like it, it it like it excites me because like I've never seen a bank like that advocate education in such a way that like appeals to a youthful audience especially for people of color like a whole bank owned by this really popular rapper and like activist and I really look up to Killer Mike and like the way he approaches education and the youth and how he takes inspiration from a lot of civil rights leaders and people he looks up to so I think what he's doing right now especially within the music scene and activism is really important for education and especially for the youth so I I give him a lot of props to the way I think about things because people like him like make me a lot more aware to politics and the intentions and how policies can shape a lot of things but even just the simple power of a vote can alternate a whole fucking election so I'm glad that uh and I just realized that technically today we will probably be we're gonna be inaugurating president-elect Joe Biden as the president of the United States which after a year of four years of Trumpism I'm I'm fucking over it and I need something new and I'm glad that I voted for Biden and hopefully shit can happen and that it this shit won't hopefully it won't happen again but with America having a lot of Trump followers still I, I still fear but we'll see how shit goes later on today ugh it's gonna be wild especially after that fucking coup it's gonna be insane but I'm trying to get off politics right now um where was I fuck I forget (laughs) I'm also trying to catch up on sleep and open up more to myself and provide support for people especially for uh, my sister because not too long ago I, I saw a post of hers and I checked up on her and she she's been having a hard time with medication and her medication for her depression isn't working and she got into the habit of cutting herself again and it 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 really broke my heart to hear that was happening again and I, I just told her to to wash her wounds and 
put bandages on them, at least just for me, and just to acknowledge that I care for her and make sure that she's okay, because I know it's, in a time like this, people need a voice and, like, some kind of voice or reason just to say that there's someone out there looking out for you and caring for you, because I know that I would want the same and um, through the day, I, I just feel like there's a lot of people who need that. Especially for someone like me that's just always trying to look for um, someone to talk to and find inspiration and find comfort talking to, you know? And, um, even having a conversation with my ex and her telling me that I, my, my drive needed to improve and it's one of the reasons why she also just didn't feel comfortable being with me is because, like, I, I would do this thing where I would say one thing and try to convince her that my drive was there, but I would slump back into that thing, you know, just being too comfortable, whether it was me trying to lose weight or try to find a job, I always, like, found an excuse, and looking back, especially now that she doesn't really talk to me, um, it makes me look stupid, and I don't want to do that again, and I have a lot to prove, and I know I can do it, it's got to take time though, but I can't keep saying someday I'll get that, someday I'll do this, someday I'll do that, I gotta do it, I gotta put in the work, I gotta spend some money, even if it hurts, <laughs> especially with how cheap I can be, I, 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 I gotta work on that and clean up my own room, and especially after COVID, my room has been fucked up since, like, moving out of my, my dorm, so I gotta clean my own room, I gotta search through things, gotta sell a few things, do school in the process, find work, I, I've already saved a lot of LinkedIn, um, things, um, I've talked, I'm, I'm planning on tomorrow talking to illustrators and maybe trying to find workshops, and I've also saved internships and information that I could look upon, I shared my artwork more and more lately, I've been working more on my artwork, I'm trying to learn lessons on Acrobat, and I, I want to relearn and teach myself how to do, like, Adobe Photoshop and other, like, stuff like that, and Illustrator, because I, I got to find other platforms and software programs because most of the professional places for illustration and 
different formats like that are only asking and begging for that because it's just the way it is right now unless the tides change and I have like a YouTube channel or some sort with like a following I don't see myself using procreate unless it's like for comfort and I have a huge following on Instagram but even then like on a social media platform I've talked to artists that work for fucking Puma even this woman who is a alumni and graduate at the school I go to and when I was there before the pandemic hit fully I talked to her and she said that like not even like an Instagram is that important with like um agencies and like certain platforms because they just like they want to see your artwork but they would rather see it on like a website so I gotta develop a website when I feel comfortable spending the money so um the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes keep an eye on the clock oh thanks anchor um but yeah it's it's a lot of um stuff that's uh, occurring and oh god that fucking thing just made me lose track of thought um yeah, this does not help with ADD. Uh, yeah, with the whole art thing, and it's 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 a lot. <laughs> um, what else? I had a um, really good control over my eating habits trying to lose weight and I plan on walking and doing some exercise tomorrow just to get outside and get a little vitamin D, a little sunlight, a little extra comfort just to get out there and get some fresh breath air. So it's going to be little more comfortable and just listen to music and maybe just walk around my block and we'll see how that goes um and I've also just been reading a lot and that helps me get out of things and get out of my own head especially um when I lose at chess or don't feel like playing video games or writing or doing a lot of other stuff like extracurricular or if I'm pissed and I want to get away from the world I, I just pick up a book and two books I've been pretty much reading right now are Dune by Her- Herbert Miller and then I got um, I Heard You Paint Houses by um, Michael Hurst I, th- I think it's a Hurst I, I believe the last name and um, Dune really gets you lost in this, like, fictional world that was made in, like, the 60s, for, like, this sci-fi, I believe in, like, 1967. And, like, it's still, like, is prevalent with a lot of today's problems with 
environmentalism and like the way we preserve water and like the way water at maybe one point in our future could be a sign of wealth especially with a larger population and global warming and um, protection of animals and the power control of like narcotics and drugs and like the way um, people control people and classism and racism it's it's really, really surprising how a book like that could still relate 50, 60 plus years later. And, like, it, it's it's really cool to see, you know? Um, I think it's almost 70 years or so. I don't know. Um, yeah. I... I think it's a really cool book. I recommend people to read it, especially if you're a big sci-fi fan. It's it's inspired like famous authors, like uh, even like George R. R. Tolkien. Oh Jesus, George R. R. Tolkien, fuck, George R. R. Martin, the author of the Ice and Fire, also the the Song of Ice and Fire series, also known as like the Game of Thrones books and. He took a lot of influence from Herbert Miller's Dune and um, Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, of course, with, like, just the fantasy and sci-fi aspects of, like, these epics of just stories that, like, get you lost within the world of um, what they're telling. And then the I Heard You Paint House is just, like, gives like a lot of explanation that I needed from uh the Irishman and the the Irishman by itself is an incredible movie but like this the book gives you a lot more in-depth um character development and understanding certain things and a lot of events that didn't happen or mentioned or weren't mentioned in the book you know um a lot more um, context is given and gives you a lot of perspective on, like, how the interviewer, like, the author of the book, like, interviewed Frank Sheeran, the the main subject of the the book, this muscle and former hitman that took out a lot of people for the Buffalino, um... The Buffalino slash, like, yeah, Russell Buffalino's family, um, and the, uh, also worked part-time with Angelo Bruno and that Bruno family, so, just, like, understanding that world and understanding a character, like, uh, not a character, but a person like Frank, like, existed at one point in time and, like, even with all the bad shit he did as a hitman and he like the movie and the books really give a lot of depth and understanding and um you empathize with like his love towards his family and the way he regrets not being present in his kid's life so 
I don't know. It's 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 just a fascinating read that gives a lot of complex human emotions a try and definitely tests the way you perceive people and the way they go about their lives. So I like books that challenge the reader's morals and the way they perceive other people. Oh my god, my throat's so dry. <laughs> and we're gonna about to reach the limit. Um so I'm trying to think of any final thoughts. Um I think overall what I discussed today was important to get out for myself just to hear it even on a recording I'll I'll probably play this maybe in the future and like maybe I'll think about it and one day and I'll like oh cool I'll play it and just podcasts like this um help me understand like my frame of mind and see how I've progressed over time and it's a good way of keeping track of like the way I've evolutionized and see if like there was any progression over my life so I think it's cool to see if this helps me out in the future or helps others out um and yeah I I even plan on um, discussing therapy, which is um, a big deal because I, I never really mentioned that to my parents before. I, I, I've known that my sister has received therapy because of her clinical depression and other things like that that I won't get into because it's private, but... It it's definitely a big thing for me because I've always been someone who has been pretty private in itself and growing up with a family that's just now understanding like the importance to um, psychological help and therapy and so it I still feel like a lot of that stuff was projected on me and I'm not saying it's their fault because I know that that probably projected on them too. It's, it's it's a long chain of things, but I'm smart enough to know that I I deserve help and need some form of aid mentally because I I feel like there's a lot of behaviors that I do uh, still since I was a kid. And maybe I can get answers from someone. Because I tried to do it way back my freshman year at a school. Call, like my, my college campus, they had like this therapist. But it, it just like sucked. Like it was just like one of those emergency things. And like my ex ex, so like previous years, like made me go and talk to me about like my emotions but like I, I didn't truly feel connected because I wasn't really saying what I wanted to say it was just like more so this feeling that I was just saying it just to say it and like the guy 
like diagnosed me with mild depression like figures um yeah i i plan on discussing one way or another whether it's text or through a call or in person just with my dad just to see if i can go on to my health insurance and make the choice in the next step in my life to like get the help I, I really need because I, I I'm getting emotional talking about it but I, I think it's, it's going to be the, the right thing to do to really really help me out and with everything going on in my life I, I think it it's going to be a good thing and it's kind of like a like a a breakthrough and um, I'm kind of proud of myself for doing that and it shows me that I'm, I'm in control of my life and there's a lot of possibilities that I can do if I really try and go out there and do things myself and it's crucial especially for being at a younger age I, I it, it's gonna maybe give me some answers on things I didn't know and help me with things that I'd never known And I, I have like a mixture of tears of joy and sorrow, but I know deep down inside it's, it's important. But anyway, it's reaching the last few minutes and I wanted to wish everyone out there that are listening to this, thank you for your patience and your time and understanding to um, come on to listening to this podcast I I think it's awesome that all of you out there are even clicking on my stuff if you are and listening all the way through it, it means a lot especially if it helps you feel like you're less alone in a ta- like an age of a pandemic so I think that's awesome. Um, if you need help, there's always help, and there's always sites like Talkspace and places like that. And do your research if you can't. Always try to go to a local library. Like it, there's always someone out there. And I'm even out here on this little recording device just letting you know that you're not alone and keeps me understanding that I'm not alone either so have a good night be safe and hopefully this next president gets me gets me and the rest of us out of this situation hopefully in a new government best of luck be safe Have a good night, people.